Hey there, Rejects. It's Gasper, your friendly neighborhood nerd, and welcome back to the Nerd Rejects podcast, where being cool is overrated, geeking out is an art form. I'm here with Tyler. Heyo. And John will be here, coming, going, whatever. Uh, I've missed this. Uh, the smell of freshly opened comics, the hum of lightsabers, the unmistakable click of a gaming controller. It's been way too long. But fear not, our hiatus is over. And we're diving back into the deep end of all things nerdy, from the latest movie releases to mind-bending fan theories. We've got it all. So buckle up, reject the mundane, and let the Nerd Rejects podcast rekindle your love for the beautifully uncool. Tyler, it's been five months. Well, we're back. You said it, Beth. It's been too long. Way too long. <laughs> so everybody, we are back, and we are... We're here to talk to you about what is nerdy and, you know, do we cover every topic? Maybe, maybe not, but that's why we have you here, the listeners, and we'd love to hear from you what you'd like us to talk about. So um, get a hold of us on Twitter, any anywhere you can find a Nerd Rejects name, go ahead and shoot us a message and let us know. It'd be really cool to, you know, have some type of contact and communication. Oh, absolutely. I think we're everywhere. I think we're on... Twitter, X, whatever the hell you want to call it now. Threads, Instagram, and that's it. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> hey, pretty happy about that. We're, we're trying to keep our reach limited because the more you spread yourself thin, well... That's just di difficult to handle different accounts all at the same time, and it's, you know, it's a lot of work. It is. But we're we're happy to be back with our voices being heard, hopefully by the many. So we're here to you know hopefully entertain you and be a little funny. In the process. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little funny. So what? Uh, what have what have you been up to? Just in short. Uh, basically working my balls off, balls off, ass off, everything below the belt off. Uh trying to watch as many animes as possible but that's not going too well <laughs> it happens and you know life so how's things going with you um i'm you know doing the same i uh i know i'm working been working at a bank what seems like forever um just hanging out with the the two kids the two girls and my wife in the best ways i can so you know, like you said, just enjoying life and trying to immerse myself fully into what would be multiple nerddoms. So it's been it's been really fun. Um, I know you said that we've been away for about five months, and it was because of job switches. And uh, you started a new job, and I started a new job that didn't work out. So I'm back to kind of you know square one. Yeah. So. Uh, we're here to to give you the listener what we think you deserve. So, uh, what's 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 nerdy and on your mind, Gasper? Well, I just want to point out John oh, is still yeah. here. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He uh, he also got a new job and um, he's currently working nights, so his schedule's a bit funky. But uh, he'll hop on when he can, and the trio will ride again. Yeah, I mean, with all due respect, I, I didn't want to speak for him because I know, yeah, having it come from him's the best the best way to put it. But I think you That's true. said it right. So, you know, um, everything set aside. I know I've been um, I've been on some wild rides in nerddom. I think I'm trying to jump into the role playing game area. And it's it's very difficult because I have to find a group to play with and a group that meshes well with me. And with that in mind, it's it's difficult. So, are you talking like uh, Dungeons and Dragons type RPG, or like like tabletop like board game RPGs, which they kind I think they have. I mean, it's a, it's a little bit of both. So, I mean. Sure, I could play Monopoly like any day of the week, but 
Um, there's other cool games uh, to play, whether it's card-based or, uh, you know, like, for instance, have you ever played the Oregon Trail game? Uh, like the computer game? No, like the there's an actual tabletop game for it. It's it's card based. Oh, oh. okay. I think. But it's something like stuff like that. There, it's like creative gaming. Um, where you know, I wish I could dive into like fifteen different trading card games, like Pokemon, and I, you got that Disney game, Lorcana. Um, oh yeah, I'm so mad. I, my friend and I were gonna invest in Lorcana. Oh wow. And we totally missed the boat on it. <laughs> we were going to get, like, uh, you know, uh, boxes of them, like, retail boxes, just buying a big box of, like, 16 of them. And uh, we totally forgot. So. Yeah, it's, uh, I think the, <laughs> local, the local nerd store is selling the, I think they're hobby boxes. Um, they're being sold for I think 150 bucks, which I think is a little steep, but I'm not really too sure. That's about how much those type of uh, bundles go for. I know I, I'm a Marvel collector of many different types, and uh, Marvel trading cards can sometimes hover between uh, the hobby boxes. You know, fifty, seventy-five dollars to. You know, depending on what year they came out, some of them are up towards a thousand dollars. Really? Yeah, I think it's due to the collectability and the rarity. Of okay. The cards. Um, I'm not extremely well versed in the names of the ones that are extremely expensive, but I know that uh, it could be masterpieces, recent masterpieces. Okay. I could be wrong. Marvel masterpieces that have a uh, three card packs and. Each of the cards is just really unique and very artfully, very well artfully done. Where they're extremely collectible, and of course, having three per pack is going to make each card rare. Right. Yeah, I'm looking at some of them right now. They look pretty good. Cool. But you're paying you're paying a lot of money for that. You're paying oh yeah, hundreds and hundreds of dollars for a a whole hobby box, which doesn't contain anywhere close to as many cards as. Uh, like a Marvel annual hobby box that I think has like 16, 16 or so packs of like five or six cards a pack. So you're getting double the cards for much less of a price, but you're also right. getting less rarity uh, in the cards. Yeah, I'm looking at it now, five cards per pack. Oh, so it's five. I thought it was three. Yeah, it's uh, sixty five bucks. It's on sale. No, that's not the masterpieces. I can't remember. Or oh no, sorry, that was the Marvel uh, annual. Yeah, annual is like five or six. Yeah. Yeah. But right. um, the other one's like half as much, really, and um, you get some really cool stuff in it. But that's like that's a Marvel side. I think uh, I looked at we looked at Lorcana, and I was like, man, this is really cool. My girls could get into this. But it's like I mean, a, it's a mix. Like it's a trading card game. Right. right. Like you'd play it like Pokemon, but um, it's also collectible, kind of like Pokemon, too, where they have their foils and. Um, oh, yeah. Like Magic the Gathering and everything like that. Yeah, but people also treat them like a, you know, collectible trading cards, too, where it's. I think it started out as less of a game and more of a collectible rather than Pokemon, where it, if you remember back in our day when it all started out it wasn't a collectible game it was a right a game to play and learn and then it became a collectible later on when you know everything became rare or hard to find um that's true but i think if you you wanted to get the girls into like a trading card game now's the time to start when it's just starting to come out so i think their second set is slated to come out in about two weeks so it's not like you would be far behind, you know? No, and, and that's it. Is it? We went by and they had some really cool sets, some starter decks, uh, hobby boxes that contain, you know, packs of randomized cards in each pack. And I'm like, man, this is really cool. Like, why the heck did I get into Marvel? But I love Marvel, Marvel and anything. 
but like this is a way to get the, the kids into something really cool and to play a game that makes sense but i know for a fact my kids don't treat anything you know with uh with delicate with delicate hands so oh yeah well they're kids that's well that's <laughs> that's why a lot of the original pokemon cards were not uh were, were ended up becoming more rare to find because nobody you know people bent them yeah. people yeah you know so you put them in a shoebox that will eventually get thrown out or sold at a garage sale yeah you weren't finding like tons of what would be you know jim meant 10 charizards uh everywhere so i mean uh now i think we saw one today that was a uh it was an eight it was graded an eight out of ten okay uh it was 500 bucks and I'm like, not terrible. I'm like, that's not a terrible price, but you think about it back in the day when you probably had, and it was a regular one. It wasn't first edition, just a normal, yeah, everyday looking Charizard, and you're like five hundred bucks. I actually, there's a um, uh, a new card store that just opened up in my town. Like I'm talking, they opened a month ago. Uh, and he has a Gen One. Charizard card oh, mint. Wow. And he said it's going for like eleven grand. Oh yeah, if you have a gem mint ten or even a nine, I think a nine point five is still like you're you're looking at a very high price point. And the market for those though is is moderately moderately slim, but I feel like it's getting bigger. It's just the higher the price, the less, I think the less people that it, it can appeal to because oh, not, yeah. not everybody has, you know, more than a used card of a price to drop, drop on one plastic encapsulated graded card. Wasn't it Logan Paul who like bought one for like $3 million and it turned out to be fake? Yeah. I thought it was like supposed to be some like uh first edition and he wore it around his neck, I think, for a was it a, a boxing match? Yeah, something like a that. Fight, something like that. And I, 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 I let people do what they want to do. You know, I, I respect everybody's, yeah. everybody's, you know, where they come from. And I heard about that. I saw the clip, and I'm like, you know, that's pretty cool. You don't really get to see that type of, you know, uh, nerdy stuff on the front page. So. That's true. Um, I thought it was I thought it was cool until yeah I read the story that uh, it was fake. I, I kind of wonder how that went down after he he paid so much for it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure he had his receipts, but I'm sure it all happened. Um, not so much in the public eye. That conversation. Right. That's just cr- oh, three point five. I wish. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm looking you know, first edition cards that are, I think it was a 10, a Jim Mint 10, and you you weren't going to really find many of those. So um, it's a representation of what would be, you know, a nerddom, but also it, it's another way to be flashy and say, hey, I'm rich. Look what I spent on this one, you know, exactly. little, little rectangular <laughs> card, which to, to anyone else's preference, go ahead, spend it. You, you like what you like personally yeah you know three and a half million for that uh is a little a little steep for for me and i uh you know i would probably be found dead by my wife if, <laughs> if i if i did anything close to that yeah <laughs> so i mean i don't know about you you might be in a different situation but uh there's even you know mar there's there's comic books out there um, you know, like, uh, the first appearance of, uh, which is debatable for different people. First appearance of Wolverine is in Hulk number 181, which a lot of people also say 180, but, uh, 181 is listed as the, the true first appearance. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that, that in a high grade that goes for a lot. Um, same with anybody's first appearance. It's a, you know, um, household name. 
So, um, for somebody to just go and just drop, you know, thousands of dollars, tens of thousands, let alone up to three million, three and a half. <laughs> you better, Wild. You better be living comfortably because, like, if your car's not paid off and things like that, like, come on, man. Yeah, like, more important things. Get the house paid off. <laughs> yeah, like, why Why not? Well, I'm sure he's, he's got a lot of people dealing with his money, so. Yeah, I'm sure his accountant probably gave him the green light for that. I wouldn't doubt it. You see any good movies lately? Um, We watched, um, we've been watching some really, we've been streaming some really good movies. Um, but, uh, the last one I saw in the theater, I think with my family was the Marvels. Okay. What'd you think of it? It was good. Honestly, uh, yeah. I, I didn't think anything was wrong with it. Did you see it? Getting yeah. a really bad rap, right? No, I haven't seen it. I haven't been to the movies in God knows how long. It makes sense. I mean, sometimes you just can't make time for it. And I think we're lucky enough to have a few, a few minutes or hours to spare sometimes. Um, but these girls love movies, and uh, I said it's good to have a you know somebody some hero to look up to on the big screen. So here we here we go for the Marvels, and it was great. I thought uh, the all three of the uh, big actresses did really well, and you had you know Miss Marvel, you had Photon, and um, uh, Captain Marvel, and I thought the story was great. Uh, it had some quirky parts to it, and I think my favorite part was the cats. And I say the cats because I don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it. But like, it's just an eruption of cats, and it's it's great little like little kittens and um, what they get used for. Uh, so I I think I think I think the movie was great. I'm good at okay. su- supporting um, a movie when it's good. I'm also more than happy to let somebody know when I thought a movie wasn't so great. Um, but uh, we're also trying to watch the uh, Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon, I think, on I heard that was pretty good. Netflix. It's long. It's a little long, but not, you know, you know. It's a movie, right? Yeah, I think so. It's okay. it's not long like the Batman, you know, three hours or something like Ooh. that. But um my my wife actually pointed it out and said, eh, you want to watch this? And I'm like, we need to, you know, set aside a night for that. Um, yeah, or break it up into two separate days or something. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's so we're we're trying to pick and choose, you know, what we're watching. And there's some good shows. Um, we just got done watching a, a really good kind of like a crime kind of a, a mystery crimey-ish drama called okay. uh, School Spirits. Never heard of it. Um, where, <laughs> where are we finding that? I know Rebel Moon's on Netflix. I think School Spirits is also on Netflix. Okay. I'll have um, to check it out. It's, a, it's like a high school-based drama where uh, the, the main girl dies and finds herself stuck at school and has to figure out how she died and and whatnot to give you know herself more closure oh my god imagine and, you know, dying and then just living in your school well that, so, you know <laughs> assuming from from that statement that that's where she died you know right it's it's really i didn't know what to think of it in the beginning i thought the the trailer looked cool it looked really interesting, and the way the story played out was uh, pretty unpredictable in a good way. And the the show did a great job. I think they eight episodes long. Okay. They did a great job at making you think where they were going to go, uh, letting it become predictable. But they they would come back around and be like, "Ah, you thought we were going here, but we went the other way," and you didn't see that coming and that's what they did up until i think the last episode so okay i I like shows like that it's really good yeah we we, it was hard to predict and i i don't really enjoy movies and shows where i'm like i bet they're gonna do this next and then they actually do it 
Um, so that was really good. Uh, Joe, what have you been watching anything? I watched the Scott Pilgrim anime. Oh yeah, I heard uh, that's on Phenomenal. Netflix too, right? Netflix. Yep, yeah. that was really good. Um, and they brought back uh, just for anybody that doesn't know, they brought back all the original actors and actresses to everybody reprise their roles, right? Yeah, which was great. Um, it's not like the movie at all. It's like completely different. What what, um, what makes it different without you know spoiling it's the whole thing? Just like what happened in the movies, like was different, and like it was more. It's more like based on the comic books. Ah, okay. Like true to the comic books, mm. but also like nods to the movie. So I mean, the, the movie was really good. I heard there there's some links. Oh yeah, it, the movie them. didn't do a bad job, but I wish like when because I I read all the books, so obviously there's seven evil X's, seven books, and uh, I wish they would have made it like a series where each season or each episode was like one of them one of the x's yeah that would have that was, that's a good concept it makes me wonder why why they didn't go that route i think that's a it's a good question to pose simply for the interest of you know the content yeah i mean i guess they just didn't know what the movie was gonna like be <laughs> like i guess maybe they didn't think it was gonna be that huge because all all the actors in that show in the in the movie were like really not big actors at the time. No, yeah, that's true. Like uh, starting maybe Michael Sarah was like the biggest one, including two now Marvel superheroes. I mean, one of them not right. so much now, but uh, Chris Evans and Brie Larson. Yeah, uh, and I it, I was surprised to see them act the way that they did because it's not. How you'd normally see them today so it's really interesting exactly to yeah look back and be like wow they they did that okay yep because <laughs> i think when but uh people, when people think about chris evans i know I, I didn't mean to interrupt uh no you're good when people think about chris evans you know past i think a lot of people may think about his his appearance with you know the whipped cream or uh like on his nips and junk and with the oh yeah on it. i forget what uh, movie what that's that? from uh, uh not another teen movie uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Great um, movie. Yeah. So I, I'm a. I don't think about that first, but I realize that that is also part of his past in the movies. So where do you go first? Uh, Chris Evans. I mean, I probably do go back to. Um, you know what we were talking about the the movie. Um, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, uh, the Scott Pilgrim movie. And, oh, I I go Fantastic Four. Oh, I don't. I, I never. <laughs> you know, with all due respect to the people that enjoy it, you know that's good. I enjoyed them at the time because we didn't have anything else. Yeah, was, but they were you know, not good movies. <laughs> no, they, the creative teams could have done better with the IP that they had. <laughs> um, but you know, the, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't part of what the MCU is now, and I think that's the big reason why they even stick out more now because they don't they don't fit into what we know. They can't compare to the stories that we've been able to put together so far, from you know Iron Man to you know past Infinity War and you know all the movies right. that occurred since. So now, you know. speaking of Fantastic Four. Ooh. Thoughts on Pedro Pascal playing Mr. Fantastic? Oh, there's a lot of rumors. I I thought it was confirmed. Oh, is it? I I could have sworn it was confirmed. You know, I think we may have I may have said this in a past podcast episode, but I this like when it comes to things that I truly care about, and I love my Marvel heroes, um, and I'm not biased. I uh, you know I go back and forth with John about. You know DC heroes, and um, so I'm I'm not I'm not biased when it comes to that. So with with that in mind, you know I Pedro Pascal would be okay in in tons of different jobs. Right. Um. I'm, am I happy for him? Yeah. 
I'm more interested in you know the surrounding cast too. So yeah, um, but when it comes to all that, I prefer to hear it from not so much a source that's not directly related to Marvel. So that's true. Yeah, everything I'm looking at is like Variety and yeah, like it's... Deadline and uh, ComicBook.com and all that crap. I mean, r- related to that though, it's it's like you know you can't really bank on it until you know for sure because right then your expectations become a thing, and you know look what that did to the Flash. I don't know if you saw the Flash, but no, I didn't see it. So around that same bit, uh, expectations wise, a lot of people knew that um, Nicholas Cage was going to show up in the flash and nobody really knew how well he showed up in the flash and uh it, it was terrible with the cgi like it was bad and him as superman right yeah yeah it was him as superman and it was like a uh a different you know superhero world a different a different world where he's a different superman and he was supposed to be simply just gazing at you know, the, the different worlds that were colliding or about to collide. Mm-hmm. But instead, the creative team decided to take that and make him fight some big spider thing and, you know, beat the spider. And then he gazes into what would be colliding Earths. So at a, a recent interview, like Nicolas Cage said that he was only supposed to be like looking at the Earth's colliding or the world's colliding, and he didn't know anything about, you know... Fighting a giant spider? Yeah. He was like, like the the honorable thing would be to just show me a Superman and, you know, watching what what was inevitable at the time. Right. And he was not, he didn't seem too happy about that when he talked about it in a few interviews. So it's it's like when when you have the expectation to see Nicolas Cage as Superman, you expect like an all-out, you know crazy well you know you know he was supposed to he was supposed to play superman yeah yeah it was a was it tim burton yeah it was tim burton Mm -hmm. and like they shot i feel like quite a bit of the movie and then it just got canned yeah i can't say exactly why but yeah uh, i believe it was back in like his tim burton's batman not too long after the batman days yeah i i listened to a podcast about it i forgot what it was called but it's well, crazy because now they're getting they're getting no credit. So <laughs> it was um, a long time ago I listened to that <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but no, I, I I I'm a huge fan of that thought that he had the potential for it, especially in what would be a superhero universe. Then when you had Keaton as Batman and you had Cage as Superman, and you know you had Catwoman already cast, you had right. so many different villains. Um, it it was a it was a good time. It could have been more, but you know we got canned. And I think, uh, up through now, I think we know Warner Brothers is has been really good at canning things that had potential, or um, fully shot the whole entire movie and just oh, canned geez. it. Yeah, I think like uh, I'm not I'm not predicting or saying that this would be really good, but they they did that to Batgirl. And I think a lot of people were looking forward to seeing a Batgirl movie. Right. And yeah, they just, they didn't even release it. They didn't release a trailer. They just did that with, um... I forget what else they did it with. The Wile E. Coyote movie. Oh yeah, they just completely dropped that. Yeah, and like John Cena was, John Cena had a big role. I don't know if he was the Coyote, but... but... I don't know. Insane, but circling back to Pedro Pascal yeah. as Mister Fantastic, I think there's he's being too pushed in our faces right now. He's in everything. That's, well, I think we talked. I mentioned this earlier. He's spreading himself thin. Like, yeah. There's, uh, I'm not it, I say his market's oversaturated, uh, or I don't know. It's just like he's getting shoved down our throats everywhere we look. Not that it's a bad thing. He's a great actor. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's too much. 
Yeah, no, I I I enjoy him uh, for sure, and what he has to bring. And I just don't know. I think I'm not saying there's somebody better, right? I'm saying there's there's got to be a way to. I think they'd be taking advantage of him in his limelight, you know, his his uh his big his big moments in time. I think right now is Pedro Pascal's time, so they're certainly using him at the right time, if they do a hundred percent. But I assure you, there's there's other people that can play the role, and continue with it and do well. It's just not our job to cast it. So true. Uh, I'm I'm honestly more concerned and worried about Doctor Doom. They are going the Doctor Doom route, right? I don't know. I think we we don't really have an answer for that, mainly because right. Jonathan Majors officially had been dropped. If anybody doesn't yeah. know, you should. If you're a nerd and you know about Marvel, then Jonathan Majors has been dropped as uh, King the Conqueror uh, within the. MCU. Now, do you think they do they recast King? They have to, right? I don't know. Honestly, you could go multiple ways. It's just hard because of how deep they dove into him as a character. Right. Um, you know, they didn't go crazy deep because, honestly, he has a lot of ties to different parts of the Marvel Universe. You know, the Young Avengers, which they haven't even put together yet, mm-hmm. you know, as well as many other teams, uh, including the Avengers. and every, You can imagine. So he could have gone... He could have been much deeper in debt regarding how much work has been done with his character, but I think if they're recasting him or replacing him, now is the time before you get any deeper. Yeah, I agree with that. Because if you go forward, uh, you have to think about Doctor Doom um, and... You know, come time for Fantastic Four, depending on when we get there now. You have Galactus. Yeah. Um, That's kind of where I'm hoping they're going, is well, Galactus. I would personally love to see a break from Avengers. I would love to see a break from Avengers-related things. Okay. Uh, I really uh, Yeah, I can, I can get it, yeah. And, you know, some people could say, well, that's what you're getting now. Like, well, we had Eternals. Eternals wasn't the best, but it's also... A team that nobody isn't as well known, right? In comparison, uh, we're going to get the Young Avengers at some point. Again, another not so well known compared to the Avengers. Um, Fantastic Four is going to be a hit, but you know, I think I think we need to move towards the X Men. I think we need to move towards developing mutants. I believe is what they're going for. I don't think they've mentioned X-Men specifically, but I'm looking forward 100% to the next Deadpool movie where I think they address mutants in some way, shape, or form, and I would love to see Dead... There's a book out there called, you know, Deadpool Kills a Marvel Universe. Mm -hmm. And I would love that to be, in this case, Deadpool Kills the the Fox Universe. Oh, the Fox Universe. That's incredible. Yeah. And... (laughs) And I, I would love that to be the case. And yes. you're you're gonna see Hugh Jackman as you know Wolverine, but you're also gonna see multiple universes. And I'm I'm really hoping that we can see a ton of familiar faces. I think I'm not, you know, trying to predict, but based on the snapshots that have been leaked or lecked, depending on who you are. Um <laughs> or how weird you are, I don't know. Uh <laughs> You know, the Deadpool movie leaked photos show Hugh Jackman, of course, reprising his role, but also um, we have the the Cyclops from the original X-Men movies. Um, I forget his name. Yeah, the, the, the dad he too, but Sonic he was in Dad's Sonic. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, some, is it something Masters, I think? Or something Masters. like that, yeah. Something Masters uh. or whatever. Um, but he's the, the original... Cyclops, well, he's in there, but he's in his, you know, you think about the original X-Men animation in that suit. He's in that suit, the blue and yellow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I saw a, a snapshot of that, and I'm like, I'm you, you, I'm ready. 
Like James Mar Marsden. Marsden, yes. Yeah. I don't know why. I good call. That. You were close. Yeah. I was close. <laughs> I'm not good with names, but I was close. Um, not to offend you if you're listening. Um, in your free time, but if you are, we appreciate it. Um, <laughs> so I saw him in that suit, and I'm like, oh, please give us a give us the rest of that team. You know, I want Storm in the white the white uniform. Jubilee. Um, yeah, Jubilee for sure. We get Gambit. And, you know, if it's Channing Tatum, that'd be cool too because I think he's built for the role. Like, his face looks like Gambit, for one. Didn't they, like, weren't they going to make a movie? A Gambit uh, movie? Yeah, yeah you, you probably would have went nuts, but it was... I wouldn't. I think that's... You're, and for anybody not listening or listening, that's his favorite character. So, uh, oh, yeah. I would have loved to see it, but I think it was the wrong time. So that's why I'm thinking that if Gambit's in it, this is it. Because right. it's Channing Tatum's fan service, essentially. And he doesn't have to reprise the character any other time in the future. They just threw him in there now. And Halle Berry's Storm. And you have all the other characters in there. Kelsey um, Grammer is Beast. Oh, we well, it's been out for a long time. So Kelsey Grammer is Beast is actually in the... Uh, in credit scene for uh, the Marvels. Oh, is he? Yes, it's a CGI form, but okay. More in in relating to that snippet from uh, Deadpool leaked photos, you know of uh, uh, James Marston. I got his name mm-hmm. right this time. Um, his his very accurate suit. Well, Beast does not look like as much Kelsey Grammer as it does a CGI version of what we remember from the cartoon of the old. Okay. So it's, it reminds you of that rather than the original X-Men movie, Kelsey Grammer is beast because he was of course much younger there and probably need, probably needs more work now. No offense, Kelsey Grammer, if you're listening, needs more work now to make him more accurately beast like like back then like he's what it's 20 20 years in the future so come on right so i i'm looking forward to that and i'm i'm thinking it's going to be i think it's going to be a deadpool kills the the fox universe and uh that i think that doesn't that mean that the old fantastic fours are included i would imagine so right that would be nuts, but I don't know how Deadpool would kill them. So me neither. <laughs> um, but I'm totally ready for it, and I, I can't wait uh, to see what happens in the movies. All I know, though, I think that's the only way the Marvel Cinematic Universe can regain its popularity and avoid what would be superhero fatigue. And I believe um, uh, an article I read, was it yesterday from um, uh, Um, Mm CBR.com? I think it's called the Comic Book Review. Is that right? I'm sorry, say that again? It's a a comic book review, right? Yeah, sorry, I'm trying to look up these fucking pictures. (laughs) How dare you? How dare you? You didn't save those? Um, I I didn't even I haven't even seen them. No, I, I honestly I see them on Twitter and I think every time I saw one they as as soon as I saw something I didn't recognize already I was like oh my goodness I can't wait <laughs> to see this even more and that was of course the you know uh, Marsden wearing the the actual Cyclops suit and I'm like he has the headgear and everything and. I'm like, dear God, dude, like, I'm so ready. Like, uh, take me now. I'm paying. Let's go. Um, <laughs> so I, I hope it goes down that way. Uh, but I do think that's the only way that uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe can avoid, you know, fading. Um, but along with that, um, you know, Warner Brothers seems to be doing a really good job at killing any live action uh, potential because. Uh, Aquaman was not a great send off. It was okay. 
uh, the new Aquaman two. Yeah, that, that came out recently, right? Yeah, like, it was yeah, last Christmas. week or so. It was like Christmas, something. Like yeah, that. it wasn't like, wasn't the best send off for, you know, moving into James Gunn's, you know, version of how the DCU should be. So, and I think the DCU is going to end up trying to imitate a lot of what the Marvel Cinematic Universe has done. I mean that's not um, a terrible idea. This is where this is where John would be really valuable, but <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure he will be. we'll talk about it in the future and probably heckle each other. Who cares, you know? Um, <laughs> and that's okay. With all due respect, he he honestly knows a little you know a little bit more than I do about it. So, um, especially the animated one, uh, animated uh, shows and movies. Um, oh yeah. Uh, so with that with that in mind, I you know, I. Honestly, it's hard to look forward to any movies from either or because I think the expectation for quality has gone down. Um, I Yeah, I'd have to agree. I just feel like they really backed themselves into a corner, I guess. It's just, it's, I've been saying this since we started this podcast that the superhero genre is just so oversaturated and i think people are just done that's it that's that's what uh, i was calling you know um superhero fatigue i think it's actually a big, yeah. it's big terminology right now because it's true so if you think about it look at all the movies and shows movies more so of course that marvel's packed into um 10 15 years yeah it's, it's a lot it is a lot and i think at some points you had multiple you know, a handful of movies each year. Right. Um, and like, not, not all of them were good. <laughs> you um, know, there are some duds. Yeah. It's, but I, so, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to kind of gravitate towards a neutral standpoint because the, the MCU and, you know, uh, DC based movies, just aren't hitting like they used to right and, or should in regards to you know warner brothers so i'm kind of gravitating towards different types of movies and shows and kind of stepping outside the box so um you know we'll see we'll see what happens but uh i think i'm open-minded and I think anybody out there, if you're not going into what's coming open-minded, then you're going to be, for one, you're going to be biased. Uh, and two, uh, you're going to have some form of expectation that's bound to upset you. So I'm not, yeah. I'm not hating on anyone specific. I'm not, I'm not telling you how to live your life. But what I am telling you is, is that if you do go into these movies and shows with some uh, form of expectation regarding how it should come out or how it should work or how it should play, who should be playing what and what quality you're getting, you're going to find a way to be upset. And if you just simply go in open-minded, you know, Hey, I don't necessarily know what to expect. I know it's a Marvel movie or, you know, it's a Warner brothers or DC movie. I'll see what happens and I'll roll with it. If you just do that, honestly, you'll come out, with pluses, minuses, and not complete pluses or complete minuses, you know. It'd yeah. Be good, it'd be good to come out with all all good stuff, but it rarely happens. Um, Very rarely. Yeah. But uh, you know, do you know anything about uh, Star Wars? I uh, What's going on in the future for Star Wars? I know this is also like a John thing. I know you're interested too. I, I really haven't been paying much attention. I, all I saw was... Um... What's his face? Adam uh, Driver since he's done with Star Wars. Yeah, he said uh, he knows for a fact that I think that I'm not saying his quote verbatim, but he I read the article in the interview. He said that he's he's aware that they're making more Star Wars films, but he is not going to be included, or he's hmm. not going to have anything to do with them, and and that's okay with him. He said he's right. done for sure. So so I wonder if it's going to be like a whole new like cast or like if if it is gonna have some sort of play in it i don't know i kind of i kind of like what they're doing with the shows you know you get yeah i thought ahsoka was good i haven't watched any of it (laughs) um 
Ahsoka, I I didn't watch a couple. I think Indoor was that, was that Indoor? Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch that. I didn't watch Mandal the newest Mandalorian season or the the one about was it Boba Fett? Am Did I right? you watch uh, Obi Wan? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I watched that. I I enjoyed it. Um, okay. Especially what they did with with uh, Darth Vader, um, and brought they brought the actor back in a really good way. Uh, but with uh, Ahsoka, I just thought everything meshed so well, and I thought the good you know, the the heroes were cast really well, the villains were cast extremely well, and there's so much there's so much you know versatility in the show. I I just really enjoyed it. Um, the flow was great. I I'm gonna have it, to check it out. I just watched it myself, you know, in my office, and I didn't really know what to expect, but it drew you in, and right. Um, I just remember the the actress for uh, Ahsoka. Uh, she was at a C two E two convention, of course, Chicago, um, a few years back, and she walked the you know the floor, the convention floor, and she said hi to tons of people, and um. I think my cousin and I went, and I think we saw her, and we weren't close to her, of course, but I was, she was really cool. And yeah, that's pretty you know, cool. You don't expect any of the, you know, anybody in the big time with Disney at any point to just freely walk the floor, you know. So, so I, I, I think as long as they're putting out content like that, like a, like they did with Ahsoka, how creative it was. Like I want, I want to see stuff like that, and I'm not like you and John. I don't know the history of everything or most things Star Wars, but I I really liked Ahsoka, and I hope they do more like that, whether it be movies or shows. Okay, yeah, it, it grabbed you. It made you want to watch. I'm gonna have to try it. Maybe I'll try it this weekend. I got a nice long weekend ahead of me. Yeah, I mean, watch watch a few episodes and you'll understand. I think it, there's some there's a couple slow parts, but uh, deservedly so. I think you have to have a little bit of slowness to be able to, you know, create more character development and um, more story. So, um, so yeah, I I'm a I'm a big fan of what they're doing. I just hope they do more of it. Yeah, I gotta get I gotta get back into all things Star Wars. I've been slacking real hard. I've been watching anime. So my hero academia. I know me and John talk about it a lot. Wow, going through puberty over here. Jeez. Um <laughs> well, let's we're gonna restart this whole podcast. Sorry, we can't. Oh ah, shit. <laughs> oh boy. But uh yeah, I've been watching that. I've been watching um just started a uh time travel anime called Steins Gate. Oh jeez. Okay. Um so that's pretty interesting. Um well they got a uh, live action. Oh yeah, um, like One Piece and another one just came out recently. Yu Yu Hakusho, I think. Yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. I was but, watching I think I was watching One Piece until I, I heard it was really good. It it is good. I was watching it uh, and, and I had to turn it off because I think my daughter, there's just one part of one of the first episodes where there was like some guy standing naked in front of a mirror. Oh God. And it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't like a frontal or anything, but right. his butt was showing and my nine-year-old's like, is that a butt? And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's a butt. That would be, that would be a, uh, two butt cheeks. And I'm like, incredible. We're turning this off, everybody, or we're moving past this. Can we let's just move past it? And we just couldn't. Uh, she went to bed that night with a very big smile on her face. So that's funny. It, it was funny to you, but yeah, I was like, how do we how do we muddy these waters? Like, let's. Uh, but everybody enjoys things differently. Whatever she saw, butt cheeks. But it, uh, One Piece was great. Uh, I'm not extremely familiar with the story or characters. Yeah, me neither. That's what's kind of holding me back from watching it. I really don't know much about the characters. And that's okay, because I, I went in pretty dry. Um, okay. And um, I, yeah. <laughs> I just realized what you said. <laughs> Shit. 
Oh man. No, no one else knows. Just let's get past let's get past this. Um we didn't see anything here. Um pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah, do like the Jedi mind trick. You saw nothing. Um but uh but no, I I I just I enjoyed it for what it was. They did some pretty cool introductions and um, the characters I thought were cast really well for what they did. So solid. Uh, some great male characters, great female characters. I thought across the board, like great. That's um, what I'm talking about. I have yet to watch any of the other new live action stuff, but you're in, you're enjoying what you're watching, though, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, when I get the chance to watch it, usually it's as soon as I get home from work and then I take a nap. But <laughs> yeah, that's, that uh, means. Gasper's lady friend, if you're listening, give him time to watch. <laughs> also, she's actually really excited. We're recording again. Oh, you are. I'm yeah. probably driving her up a wall. Um, hopefully, hopefully, it gives her something something <laughs> to listen to while she's, you know, doing doing the good work, whatever she's. That's doing. it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, off time as she teaches, right? Oh yeah, she's a teacher. Oh boy. What does she teach again? I know you talk about it. I'm not. Uh, she's where does she teach and what? what <laughs> she's a music email? teacher uh, for element for an elementary school, so pre K to sixth grade. Yeah, at that point, I don't think they're doing any like Latin songs. So no, no she, she's got a lot. <laughs> she's got a lot on her plate. So hopefully, she can take some time away and listen to us. So if you're listening, hey, and uh, we hope we can entertain you. So Woo! or we hope we we have. Because we're about done here. Um, yeah. So, um, with that, with that in mind, we're we are about done, and it's good to be back. It is. We've talked about a lot having to do with, you know, gaming, whether it be you know role playing, trading cards. We really dove into Lorcana. And we didn't I, even get to talk about you know how you got me back into Fortnite. Oh, dude. Oh. <laughs> So we'll spend some. Extra, so good. We're gonna spend some extra time on this right now. So, <laughs> so, I'll say off the bat, I, I'm a big Call of Duty guy. I was a huge Call right. of Duty guy, and I loved it. Um, I did not love the fact that you know I was essentially bullied around by a bunch of really good players, but it's part of the game. You, it happens everywhere. Um, so my daughter comes in, wants to play video games, and I said, you know what? You're not playing Call of Duty. You're not playing Call of okay. Duty. I'm sorry. The, the the lobbies alone are not your age group. Um, so I'm like, man, how do I how do I have my my daughter enjoy video games like I wanted to when I was young? So she wants to, she wants to do Fortnite. She plays by herself. I hate every bit of it because it looks terrible. And <laughs> She's learning. I try to play and try to guide her. And man, is it hard because she has to get used to the two thumbsticks. Right. Um, and also the, the two, you know, bumper buttons on each side. And she also has the, the D pad and all, you know, the four buttons on the right it's side. The so yep. it's, it's like, man, this is a lot for her. How's she going to get it? She got it quick. And she's honestly now a better sniper than I'll ever be. That's and great. It's insane. Uh, we're a pretty good duo. We usually make top 10 every time unless somebody surprises us in the beginning. Uh, that's great. Wow. And it is. Um, I'm I'm a good uh, she's a good sniper I'm a good you know rusher I'll rush people and yeah me too it makes them wig out because they're like oh my gosh they're coming at me oh my gosh and you know shotgun to your face you're done so I I, <laughs> I love it it's a great way to mesh um, a really entertaining game with a Call of Duty things that should be in Call of Duty that weren't right and they're doing it so much better in Fortnite. So, I'm excited to play with my daughter now. Um, I'm excited about the game. We get skins, some really cool ones. And Have you messed around with? Sorry, with the the other modes, the new oh, modes, yeah. like yeah, they have different Lego modes. and uh, the Lego mode. I tried. It's too like long game for me. Like it's slow. If yeah, know. I heard it's like Minecraft. So like yep. you gotta like they, build they the world of, and all that. They kind of integrated that slow play into what okay. Would be like, hey, can you build? can you build a Lego bar? And I'm like, I don't have the time for this. Um, 
but my daughter <laughs> loved the idea. Um, okay. The racing portion. They have a racing, you know, side. Yeah, game. with uh, Rocket League. Yeah, and honestly, I'm I'm all for it. Um, I feel like I do really well for the most part. I, I enjoy the different cars and um, and the other one, the the music related one, kind of reminds you of a a guitar rock hero band or rock guitar band. hero. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, it's so, so much fun. It... I love it. How can you not love this game? Like Fortnite is the game right now, and I don't know how anybody could beat how versatile they are it's becoming a gaming hub it is it's one game but it has one game to rule five different five different games within the one game it's like uh isn't that lord of the rings one you know, one, one ring, ring to yeah, yeah. <laughs> one game to rule them all you can tell me all day that there's one game out there the one game of the year and i'm like good for you but Fortnite, not like the they're doing a lot of things and they're doing them really well. And the hardest thing that they're coming to contact with is, you know, I think um, updates and there's been issues with the game. I think servers have, you know, due to the holiday breaks and everything with kids being home, you know, everybody's on. Yeah. The servers have been loaded. So they've been having some issues with that, but like they're, they're doing so much and so many good things. It's hard to say they're not doing a good job. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. It's great. No build mode was made for me. Yeah, it's, for well, sure. Yeah, it's, I think the Call of Duty of uh, the Call of Duty in us is like, thank you for making this mode not having to do with building anything. Thank God. Um, but there's also a ton of cool skins. Like I said, like I think you, you were telling me not long ago that you got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one. Yeah, I threw about twenty bucks into the game, and I bought the Raphael skin. That's pretty, which good. is awesome. Um, they look so good. They do, yeah. They're they're done really well, and they also they have a ton of um, they they have a ton of different skins from different areas of life. You know, they, they have Marvel ones, of course. They have uh, Star Wars. They have a bunch of different kinds John Wick of anime, like crazy anime characters. Yeah, my um, hero characters. Yeah, uh, they, uh, Rick and Morty. So I mean, Dragon Ball Z. It's crazy. Yeah, and you name it, you can probably play with them at some point if you yeah. if you're on at the right time. I think they all all the stores reset at like seven p.m. Eastern, and if you jump on right before bed each night and check and see what they got before you go to bed, you know you might catch yourself with uh, some cool skin. So, um. And of course, you have to buy V bucks, or you know, you have to purchase you know a set of skins. So it's really cool. I I I want to tell everybody out there if if you haven't given Fortnite a try, just try it. I'm not I'm not saying it's the best thing out there for everybody, but if I can get into it and find you know time to humor my daughter and end up loving the game, I think you have time to try it. At least one of the modes all the modes whatever you want to do gasper tried it and he's oh, into it i didn't think it's amazing i was not sure whether it was going to be your cup of tea but i'm glad it is so much fun yeah. now they have a goku black skin on the for i'm looking at the shop right now i i can't i can't be looking at this like he's, i'm gonna he's buy wearing, every skin that i want <laughs> he's wearing don't tell me what's in the shop jesus i, I want to get on and look um <laughs> like you're saying he's wearing the black uniform the earring. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, um, I like that. That's pretty. So they're going to have different things each night. So you know, depending on when you can check, you know, check and there's always something cool, something creative. So uh, without, I mean, there could be a whole episode on Fortnite. So yeah, good. Um, <laughs> that's it. That, it's good yeah, to be back. It is. Yeah, and honestly, I'm glad to. You know, stop it on on that note because what a great note to stop on. Absolutely. So we are done with this episode, uh, but be sure to uh, subscribe. Be sure to pay attention to you know what we have coming up, and we'll be more than happy to uh, listen to you. We'll be more happy to talk to you. Uh, shoot us recommendations on what we could pay attention to as well, and. Um, you know, correct us if you can, whatever you want to do, just let us know you're listening. And that's the, the most important thing you can do. 
And if if you think that uh, you have something like huge in the nerd, not huge, but like something you're nerdy about and you want to talk about it, hit us up in the DMs. Tweet us. Yeah, slide into Sli the DMs. Slide into those DMs. With not dry, though. Uh, no, <laughs> you slide into those DMs with a huge news. As long as they're not pictures, I think we'll be okay. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll be fine. Yeah. So, uh, well, on that note, if you do want to contact us, I know Gasper in the very beginning kind of went through, you know, where we're at, but I know for a fact that uh, we both pay attention to uh, the at Nerd Rejects handle on Twitter. Nerd Rejects Podcast is there. Um, you can also find me at Comic Typhoon on Twitter. Uh, that's where I think I'm most active, uh, which doesn't say much. Um, <laughs> Because you just kind of scroll and surf and comment, and that's, I think it's more fun than Facebook. But uh, where can we find uh, our podcast elsewhere, as well as you? Over on Instagram, it is uh, Nerd Rejects Pod, and I am on Twitter at Shut Up Gasper. I really don't tweet much anymore. Uh, there's no baseball season, so I think the last thing I tweeted was about. Actually, it was today. Today's Ted Danson's birthday. So happy birthday, Ted Danson. Happy birthday, Mr. Danson. And uh, yeah, that's it. So we love you guys, and we'll see you next time. Nerds out.